I am Annie, the host of Annie Cool Podcast. Today, in this episode, we are going to talk about the feeling of imperfectionism, uh, as called atolophobia. So, firstly, um, we have the special guest. Can you please introduce a little bit about yourself? Hello everyone, I'm Asundra Chaudhary, a 17-year-old from Chandigarh, India. I'm the founder of an organization, Inspire Dose, which works at the intersection of mental health and spirituality. I have keen interest in writing, dancing, oratory, reading and painting. I'm an Ashoka Young Changemaker. I have been maintaining a balance between my academics as well as other co-curricular activities and have made small achievements in both. I'm also a spiritual being. Wow, that's so amazing. And I can see that you you are devoting uh, many meaningful things to, to many people and extracurricular activities. So the next question is, to your understanding, what is actually atelophobia? Atelophobia is a type of phobia. It is a type of anxiety disorder characterized by having a fear of imperfection. In atelophobia, the person is led by a constant fear of not being good enough. That sounds very particular and easy to understand. So, um, and for you, what are the symptoms of perfectionism? People with perfectionism hold themselves to impossibly high standards. They think what they do is never good enough. Some people mistakenly believe that perfectionism is a healthy motivator, but that's not the case. Perfectionism can make you feel unhappy with your life. It can lead to depression, anxiety, eating disorders, and self-harm. Some common symptoms of perfectionism are Uh, You feel like you fail at everything you try, you procrastinate regularly, you might resist starting a task because you are afraid that you will be unable to complete it perfectly. You struggle to relax and share your thoughts and feelings. Wow, that sounds amazing and, and I agree with you that many professionals um, they are kind of setting high standards, uh, expectations, so that this will make them have the struggle in life, uh, less confident to start doing anything. And the next question is, what things do you do in life in order to not compare with everyone? As I know that. Uh, Although we often compare ourselves to others to see our um, inferiority, um, this can increase our confidence or self-esteem. But comparing um, has many disadvantages. So what things do you do in life in order to not compare with everyone? 
Yes, I completely agree that in a world full of competition and social media, doing comparison is natural. But most of the time, it is toxic for your mental health. So I do the following in order to not compare my life with others. I maintain a gratitude journal. I also have social media detox days. Also, I keep minding myself. No one truly knows what's happening behind the scenes in someone else's life. Everyone is facing their own struggles, and social media is a highlight reel of other people's life. We see their best moments, but don't usually witness their struggles. You are the only person you can compare yourself with. So through journaling, I keep a track of my past, present, and future, and this helps me to improve myself. Wow, and I can see that uh, journaling um, is very effective way to to solve this problem. And how do you control your envious, your jealousies, and bad emotions? Uh, it is actually difficult to control jealousy, but I remind myself. That don't feel like you are losing just because someone else is winning. Their success has nothing to do with you. So celebrate their success sincerely while you keep working towards your own success. Here also journaling helps me out by reminding me about the blessings I have. I also try breathing exercises whenever the emotions of jealousy enter my mind. Okay, so. And I agree with you about that point. Just, and I think that just accept yourself. We need to see our own strengths and weaknesses. Is inevitable or uh, natural to fail to get bad uh, emotion to lose trust. So, and the next question is, what is your first positive priority every day? Okay, so actually there are two priorities: first, journaling, and the second, meditation. These two actually help me to stay mentally healthy, so they are crucial part of my daily routine. Um, I used to talk with another Indian guest, and she also suggested me to meditate to relax our mind and. I see that you also meditate every day. So, um, do you have any uh, tip or advices to to people who start meditating as a beginner? Yeah, definitely. So basically, don't try for meditating long hours. Just start initially, like for 10 minutes every day, and then slowly and slowly you will start increasing your time, maybe five minutes every week. And this is how uh, you can start meditating. And choose a specific place in your home or maybe in your garden outside in your lawn, and stick to that place every day because this helps you, to, uh, your mind to actually reframe that yes, this is the place for meditation, and also choose a specific time. So choosing a specific space and a specific time, this will help you develop meditation as a habit. And don't force yourself like uh, to just meditate for long hours every day. Start initially with small hours, 
and try using some uh, you know soothing music so that you can actually concentrate and your mind doesn't wander here and there when you are meditating so these were some tips i would like to share yeah thank you for your meaningful tips and advices and i think that um many people uh this really helpful for me to to try meditating one day and the next question is what are the consequences of atelophobia atelophobia is an overwhelming fear of imperfection people with atelophobia judge themselves very harshly often setting unrealistic goals they may get upset about mistakes they have made in the past or mistakes they are afraid of making in the future atelophobia often leads to extreme anxiety depression low self esteem or panic attacks yeah this that's really true and for what is more people with atelophobia can seriously be affected psychologically fear in profession can prevent people from being productive because they are always afraid that they might make mistakes and so do you think that uh atelophobia and atichophobia similar no there's a minute difference they are actually not the same Atelophobia means the fear of imperfection or not being good enough whereas atichophobia means the fear of failure. And um, what is the outlook for people with atelophobia? Treating atelophobia like all other phobias take time. In order to be effective you need to seek professional help. Working with a mental health expert allows you to address the thoughts and beliefs behind your fear of making mistakes or not being perfect while also learning new ways to address and cope with these fear. Finding ways to minimize the physical and emotional symptoms associated with atelophobia is also crucial for your overall health. If you're willing to commit to regular therapy and work with your therapist to treat other conditions that may accompany atelophobia, the prognosis is positive. Most people respond well to treatments such as psychotherapy, lifestyle adjustments or medication. Well, that's really concrete and particular for for anyone to to overcome that feeling. that fear and when you have a feeling of imperfectionism how do you solve this issue um by reminding myself that i'm human and humans are messy everyone has flaws and makes mistakes and it's not just me alone perfectionism makes it hard for us to show up authentically because we are so focused on pleasing perfecting and proving ourselves ironically it's being imperfect that makes us real and relatable i remind myself that i have to be my true authentic self yeah that's our uh, that's really true and For me, 
Uh, I think that the, for me, the most important thing is to create such a positive mindset will will make you every day full of joy and happiness. Each um, that's all. So, and the next question is about Asian cultures. You know that Asian culture might be a factor to autophobia. So, do you agree with this point? And share us your feelings when parents put many pressures on you, like academics at school, like competitions or anything. If I talk about India in particular, from a young age, only kids are compared with one another. Parents saying, "Unki bete ne ye kia, unki bete ke itne marks aaye," and so on, which actually develops a mindset that we need to be the best and perfect. We need to be an all-rounder, and thoughts like that, which eventually leads to the same mindset being carried forward, as the kid becomes a teen and finally a youth, and then this mindset actually leads to etilophobia. The person feels that he or she needs to be a perfectionist, and when life throws challenges, they start developing a phobia that will they able to perform well and succeed or not. In many cases, though my parents are really supportive, but as I was good at academics and extracurricular activities since kindergarten, so I sort of have a pressure at my back, and sometimes to have the same momentum and to stand on the expectations of my parents and society. I know this is actually not a good thing, but I'm trying to use that pressure in a positive sense as an inspiration to get things done. Yeah, amazing that you have your parents that are always supportive to you, and the way you you trick with pressures, uh, just like positive things, and is uh, and I think that is kind of really hard to other people to. To solve this problem, and so um, some people feel extremely uncomfortable when things do not actually go according to their routine and routine. So, do you have advice for them to change this situation? There's comfort in having a plan and sticking to it. That's why we make plans in the first place, right? But unfortunately, things don't always go according to plan. When this occurs, it's in our nature to become stressed, anxious, or even panic. The first thing a person must do is accept it and let it go. Learning to let go takes time, patience, and practice. Mindfulness techniques like deep breathing, meditation, and yoga are great ways to practice acceptance. Although letting go is not easy, it's extremely liberating and will have a more positive effect on your mental health. Also, learning the art of adaptation, being flexible with life, and getting out of our comfort zone will help in dealing with this situation. Always remember, change alone is eternal, perpetual, and immortal. Yeah. Uh, it's really a useful way to to 
to accept their deroting. So perfectionism can be self-destructive to anyone if it becomes an obsession to the point of getting in the way of getting things done comfortably and productively. How do you keep a positive mindset? From an early age, kids are taught to color inside the lines, and any color that strays outside the lines is considered to be a mistake that must be avoided. Perfectionism is a naturally limiting mindset. Imperfectionism, however, frees us to live outside the lines, where possibilities are infinite, mistakes are allowed, and self-judgment is minimal. To keep a positive mindset, first of all, allow yourself to make mistakes. Mistakes are opportunities for us to learn, grow, and do better. Remember that person who pressures you the most is yourself. Be kind to yourself and practice self-acceptance by lowering unrealistic standards you set for yourself. If you are still motivated and doing your best, you are just doing great. There is no such thing as perfect, but we can be proud of doing our best. Yes, really true. Um, uh, loving yourself and having a positive mindset is really important. Plays a value role in our life. So, what changes can you make in your life to better cope with acrophobia? Professionals have advised some lifestyle modifications that can actually help you cope with acrophobia. A healthy diet and regular exercise can help improve your mood and diminish feelings of depression or negative thinking. Deep breathing, yoga, or meditation may help you manage anxiety and tackle panic attacks. Wow! Thank you for your effective ways. So, the next question: Do you think failure is sometimes inevitable? Yes, I believe in this. Failure is the trend rather than the exception. Take the example of anyone you consider to be a grand success. They have all had to deal with their personal brand of setbacks. Travis Kalanick started before Uber declared bankruptcy. Steve Jobs was thrown out of his own company. Richard Branson failed when he tried his hands at cola business. Oprah Winfrey was fired from her job as a TV reporter. As Winston Churchill said, "Success is not final, failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts." Always remember to never let the fear of failure stop you from trying new things. Yes, exactly that. Failure is natural situation to happen in anyone. So this will help us. To accept and to to better improve ourselves more and more better. So, have you ever felt that you are willing to fail, and how could you overcome this emotion? Being honest, whenever I do any work, whether it be exams, competitions, or trying something new, I always think of the worst case scenario and imagine myself in that situation, which actually helps me to be mentally prepared for it. I remind myself that even if I fail at it, I will still learn something from it. It will add up in my experiences, which will be helpful for me in the long run. 
I would also say that you just have to think about the worst case scenario and not actually overthink it. There is nothing called failure, it's just an experience to learn from. Yeah, I love your final sentence that it's just an experience to learn from. That's really true for us to to remember when we enjoy we take part in any competitions. It's really meaningful so sometimes perfectionists are so used to micromanaging that they even think that every decision and action is important to them they are applied to it they regularly and automatically characterize everything what do you think about it do you have a way to overcome it perfectionists actually try to control everything Perfectionists have a hard time designating decisions as unimportant. This is because if something goes wrong, perfectionists might feel explosive frustration or a sense of irritation that's hard to ignore, and they don't want to take that risk. They can overcome it by categorizing what actually is important and should try not to control each and every aspect of the situation. If you are open to new ideas and embracing failures, you will be less inclined to micromanage yeah i agree with you so and the next question perfectionism is still normal when we show it in the process of working without attaching too much importance to productivity and results is it completely true If we actually use perfectionism to improve ourselves without burdening and accepting the mistakes we make instead of trying to be perfect at it focus instead on enjoying the activity and slowly learning how to get better gradually you will improve at it and will reach perfection in that particular activity we actually need to make perfectionism work for us and not against us and even if we don't attain perfection the thing that matters is doing our best at that particular moment and within those circumstances try to shift your focus on finding meaning in what you do rather than trying to do it perfectly if something brings us joy and purpose then it doesn't matter if it's not done perfectly there is more fulfillment to be had in finding meaning along the way Always remember we are not meant to be perfect we are meant to be whole. Wow, it's really um interesting and attractive uh, viewpoint. Have you ever had this thing drawn or have you ever been afraid of failure and avoiding problems? No, I didn't. I would like to thank my parents, teachers and friends as they were always by my side during all the ups and downs. They always reminded me that there's a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. So, I accepted the idea that you were never meant to be perfect. You were only meant to be perfectly you. Celebrate your cracks, your flaws and your humanness and your experience in this lifetime. will be far more enjoyable inspiring and beautiful i like challenges as they help us to develop holistically and also help us to learn new things success and failure are part of life it's just that you need to give your best shot and leave the rest to god so there's no reason to be afraid of failure it's actually part of the journey 
Okay, so all in all, we see other things as a special difference, not to be confused with others, and just be confident with the best version of ourselves. So I'm really uh, grateful, and thank you for your support for being our guest uh, in this episode. Uh, so do you have something to say to the audiences at the final? Yes, I would like to say that life is actually like a wave. Sometimes you are at the crest and sometimes at the throw. But whatever position you are at, always remember that you have to keep your spirits high and you have to move forward.